carrying. You want to yeah. try that band out? Sure. How do I use it? They're big rubber bands, Marion. They're supposed oh. to be stretchy. They won't break on you. They are squishy and they are stretchy. Kind of like uh, lifting weights is the best thing I can compare it to. And me, the ginormous rubber band. I'm going to try what Daddy did. Do curls, yeah. Hoorah. Oh, Josie. They are easy to stretch it. Tristan, what would you do with it? Squats. <laughs> Squat. They're actually really good for squats. They're really good for archery. Um, mm. You know, you got to kind of invent, inventify a little bit with them. But what I do is hold it under my shoe and bend, like, bend at the waist to where my spine is kind of parallel with the ground and pull it like I'm drawing my bow back. When being strong isn't enough, be Viking strong! Yeah! Yay! I can read my phone, man. So those mountains are definitely where we're going after Turkey. In New Mexico. Never hunted in New Mexico before. Never hunted in the desert before. And Tristan, you just got to experience El Paso for the first time in your life. What'd you think? Did you love it? No. It's not the, not my favorite place on earth. We did lots of driving through the Texas desert too. Uh, and yeah, you know, we've talked a lot about uh, pronghorn conservation and the goat, goat paneling that they need to replace. And I don't know, there was hundreds of miles of that stuff on both sides of the highway in what other than that goat paneling being there would be pristine, you know, just perfect pronghorn. Best I can tell from my knowledge of it. The pronghorn habitat. It looked just like the spots in New Mexico or in uh, like northeastern New Mexico and southeastern Colorado where we see pronghorn. Yeah. But we didn't see a single pronghorn. So, yeah, I am a believer. I mean, I was already pretty convinced, but after driving through all that, I'm definitely a believer that that goat paneling is detrimental to the pronghorns. And it's not like it's protecting anything. There was hundreds of miles of goat paneling next to, I guess, it was just cattle land. I don't know. It's not like it was, they're protecting crops. From you know pronghorn eating it or something. I don't. I don't know what they're. I don't know if like goat paneling was just cheap when they put the on you know when they those specific ranchers happened to put put their fences up back a million years ago. Alright, so yeah, we got a turkey tag. You know what's cool about a turkey tag? What? In New Mexico, you can kill two turkeys. I'm not saying we will. I'm not saying we'll kill one. Uh, we have a little bit of experience hunting turkeys. Neither of us have ever killed one. 
but we've brought them in before and got just couldn't close the deal. We just need to get hunting more often. But we got three solid days of turkey hunting ahead of us. Unless something happens. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I don't know. How about you come up with some thoughts for the podcast that we're doing right now? Silent partner. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be definitely different than what we're eating. But, like, I've heard this said a lot. I've heard it recently on podcast. Turkey hunting in the mountains is a really good way to practice for elk hunting. Yeah. Because it's all about calling. I wish you could call elk with a slate call. I'd buy that thing so fast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a pro with mouth calls. Me neither. I think that's where we're headed. There's definitely a lot more green on those. So I'm hoping that's where we're going. And I want to talk about the area we're going in, but I, I don't know. There's a part of me that feels like I'm going to jinx it. If, uh, if I talk about it before. So we'll hopefully do another podcast coming out. And we'll talk about it then. Okay. In theory. In theory. Oh, what's that? Okay. So we are four miles away from our turn. What do you think about the housing and stuff in the desert, dude? It's different, isn't it? Yeah. With all these uh, desert rats. Swamp coolers. That's a... Oh, and you got to see Mexico for your first time today. Yeah. I see it from driving next to it. What do you think about that? That was cool. It was different. Yeah. Then we experienced the camo hat shortage of 2017 in El Paso, Texas. I don't know what that's all about. Had to go to three stores before we could find one camo hat. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah. Kind of surprised we're not seeing pronghorn here. I think they're more back east, though, but this is good land for them. Like that thing we just drove past, you know what they're called? 
like this right here. That odd alien Dr. Seuss looking deal. Yeah. That is a Joshua tree. Oh yeah. They got a few of those over here. Yeah. Entering. Okay. Grand. And what do you think about the mountains in West Texas? They're cool. Tristan. They're not as... Are you going to participate or what, dude? Wake up! They're not as, like, crazy as the uh, mountains in Colorado. Yeah, They're... Colorado's Colorado. Yeah. They didn't look as, like, lively. At, like, they would hold much wildlife as the one. There's 4,000 elk running around them somewhere. Yeah. Rocky Mountain elk, too. That's pretty cool. Supposed to be a bunch of you know, what would be considered trophy size if it were in a managed area. Yeah. I think it's weird that they don't manage elk in Texas. Yeah, hopefully they will if they pass that law. There's some slow elk. Yeah. Which that again tells me this would be a good area for pronghorn. And the chance is barbed wire. I don't know, maybe there's a temperature. No, because they go further south than this, you know, in like hotter areas in Texas. Yeah. or as I used to call them Twitter bombs because it would I'd be going to uh, when I work, had to work in uh, Corpus Christi in South Texas all those times you know, get really bored and so I'd be doing Twitter and those bombs would tell me to go one way or the other to stay not dead <laughs> stay not dead There were several times when I definitely shouldn't, should not have survived. <laughs> I got very lucky, so I don't do that no more. But whatever Aggie invented those rumble strips, wow. This whole road feels like a rumble strip. Uh, I had heard that the little back state highways are really terrible quality. New Mexico, and they was right. Whoever made this road, dumb. Yeah, see, those mountains or hills or whatever we're about to go through don't look like they're uh, like they hold anything. All these riverbeds are dry, dry. I don't know. We might end up driving further north, and we shouldn't wait going around the other side through Albuquerque. Yeah, so this road we're going up, it's, so it is the Gila Wilderness, which I don't mind saying, because that's a huge area, or Gila National Forest, whatever. But that is kind of split into two areas, and we're going up in between them. Man, I just don't see any wildlife or any sign of wildlife. Yeah. I don't see anything, like, run over on the side of the road. Uh, I haven't for, like, a couple, like, the past hundred miles. Yeah. This 
part of me that so we're gonna try that crow calling thing but there's a part of me that the, in the back of my head that has a sneaking suspicion that uh the whole shot gobble idea that I've heard put out there a few times that it uh that it's like this um, industry-wide, like traditional, uh, like everybody knows, well-kept, like snipe hunting type thing for new western turkey hunters. Or just turkey hunters. I guess eastern guys might uh, hold to that crow calling thing too. Or shot gobble tactic. Like all those videos are just like a put on that guys that have done it know is a load of shinola, you know? Yeah. Mm. It is, it's pretty, it's definitely pretty. Yeah. I would not want to own any live down here though. Yeah. I was gonna, I mean, New Mexico is definitely parked down on the list. I don't hate it like I used to, but when back in the day, I'd only the first time I went through New Mexico, it was just I-10, and you saw like it's just a desert wasteland. Yeah. Like it's cool visually. Must be a cool area to shoot a movie in. Some weird modern day western. That's when we went through Van Horn earlier, a movie that's kind of a modern day western. That's one of my favorite movies ever. Was part, a big part of it was shot there. Called uh, The Four, no, 
the three burials of Melchiatus Estrada, uh, directed by Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Written by God. Oh, there's a little water in that creek right yeah. there. Well, and we're gaining an elevation, so maybe there will be water when we get up our Slow up. Yep. Yeah, you see trees like this. There's probably... So, there's three uh, subspecies of turkey in this state. You and me, hopefully, will be going after Merriam's, which, from what little bit I've gleaned, it seems like those are the higher elevation ones. Yeah. But it also seems like they behave like uh, Rio's. Right? Only you can prevent forest fires. And, uh, but they also have Goulds and they have Rio's. Most western states have Rio's, but it's because they're introduced. They're Goulds. Mexico, they may have introduced some, but... There are these trenches all along, and I've been seeing them for like the past couple of miles. Where? Uh, oh, right that's uh, irrigation. But they're just filled well, with water. Well, it's because of these over... Huh? They're just filled, filled with water. Well, they probably collect rain off of this hill over here. I don't know when the last time uh, was that it rained over here. I was looking for that information the other day when I was east scouting, but I never came across anything. Yeah, I bet you there's some wildlife back in here. Yeah. Mule deer, maybe. Yeah. Gotta be some mule. So I'm still full from eating yeah. that machaca. Good stuff. So it ain't gonna be as hard of like thing. Look! Look! Help! 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 Holy mackerel! All these cows. Yeah, I told you there was something. This look better. Look at all those bedded down cows under them trees. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, yeah, eight that are standing. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Bedded. That is cool. That is all Well, and one of those. I think they do like whitetail though, where they go in bachelor groups when they don't have their horns, when they are unantlered. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I can't believe that. Yeah. Well, this area we're going in, this is legendary elk country. Really? And this is where I put in and didn't get drawn. Cool. Yeah. A uh, lot so of good elk coming out of here. Sorry for the audio there for a second. It's being super quiet. We were looking at elk. There were elk. Elk. Yeah, pretty elk. Big elk. Yeah. And we're not even high up. Mm -hmm. 
these mountains don't seem as hard as the Colorado mountains. They seem more Well, we ain't up in them yet, so don't get cocky. Interesting house. Solar panels, man. If I lived in the desert, I'd definitely have solar panels. Unlike all those stupid windmills. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but those windmills just seem... Wrong. Inefficient. Yeah. I'm going to have a wreck. Spinning my neck, spinning my head around looking for more animals. Snack your neck while you're yeah. driving. You know, I've gone through border checkpoints a ton of times and never actually seen, seen a border patrol a canine go off on a car. And we got to see one in all its glory your first ever time through a checkpoint. Yeah. That, School bus. Yeah, that Camaro behind us. Yeah. That dog. I thought there was, like, some subtle signal. Like, that's what I was always told. Like, if the drug, of course, you know, your friends that are, like, into the drugs, they always have some story that they heard from somebody that heard it from somebody. And, uh, but they always said, the one I always heard was that the drug dog, if it smells something, it'll just, like, sit a certain way. And so it's, like, a real subtle thing, and so you don't get crazy and bolt, but that dog did not sit, and it was not subtle. That dog went crazy. I wonder if that dog do Hmm? I wonder if that deer looked like. Yeah, his, uh, I don't know, if he was, like, clean, he was probably just like, oh, I hope, like, some friend of mine didn't drop some blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I don't know enough about it. I've never paid attention never where I mean I don't do that kind of stuff so you know yeah. but uh I was I there was a part of me I was like oh they'll probably the dog will probably go off on the guns I don't know how that works or whatever you know the oil I don't know that but anyway I thought like guns would be one of the things they were trained for um if yeah I don't I don't know how anyway, that's just my very uneducated idea that I had in my head and we've got a couple guns in here and he the dog went right past us right to the cocaine white Camaro there's some pretty trees down through here that's a cottonwood that's a dead squirrel <laughs> Yeah, it's funny, like, six miles ago was a place I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy, and then right here, it's kind of neat looking. Yeah. Choya cactus, those are cool. Those are the choyas are the ones that, these right here, these weird looking ones, they're the ones that'll chase you. Like, uh, you'll be walking past them and not even touch it, but there's like these invisible, uh, like invisible to the naked eye, uh, fibers that like just are floating in the air they're so light and you'll touch it with your arm and not even know it and it'll jump off and get you uh, Aaron and Jason were telling me about it said it's growing up in Arizona that's just 
part of it. Like fire ants in Texas. Yeah. You're just, you're gonna have a, like every kid that grows up in Arizona going outside is gonna have a Choya cactus story. Like every kid in Texas has a fire ant story. Seeing a dead fire ant show? Mm-hmm. Where's the people that live around here see a lot? Yeah, they're probably used to it, I'm guessing. I bet those, they'll go to that same field all the time. I don't know, I know there's like uh, private land something or other in here. Uh, that's like, uh, are different lands for private owner, private land, or blah, 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 if I can talk, different tag rules for private landowners and stuff. So did we win a tag? For what? Did we draw a tag for turkey? No, they're over the counter. No. Yeah, when did you get it? Yesterday. When? Like where? Right on the internet. Hmm, you printed it out. Interesting. Yeah. I thought it was like Colorado and you had to like go. Go to Walmart or whatever. Yeah. No, um, I mean, I get, you probably can. Yeah, they let you print it out. So I guess we're at like a week past when that one guy was saying that they really start chasing the hens around. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means for late. Or if we're, I mean, they're, you know, the hunting season goes on for another several weeks, you know, three, three weeks or something like that. Yeah. Two weeks, two weeks, I think it's two weeks, whatever. I have to look it up. Yeah, it's shady spot right there. That'd be a good Rios, anyways. Alright, go ahead and stop the recording uh, and turn the recorder off. And if we. Yes. Alright, so just a quick, just a quick update. Uh, we found a trailhead that we like. Uh, the first one, the one I had scoped out. I don't know, I just didn't like the feel of it, really. Yeah. And, uh, and then the next couple we went to already had vehicles there. And we found this one, and it had turkey feathers everywhere, which could be good, could be bad. Could mean they, somebody killed the only turkey that's here. Uh, but. A turkey might have just exploded. Yeah, but we'll figure it out. Um, we got everything organized. Uh, it's my pack is way heavier than I want it to be for some reason. Eight o'clock. I had it down to 30 pounds at the house, and I'm not sure. I mean, I know I added the shotgun, but... Clothes? It feels insanely heavy. Yeah, I added... So the clothes are new. I don't know what I added other than that. Um, 
Because a shotgun is one of the wider shotguns I've ever dealt with. Uh, and one of these days we're going to talk about that shotgun on the YouTube channel. On the secret video project. So. Alright. So we're looking good for the hunt. And it, the weather's nice and cool. Uh, but also insanely dry. My... A uh, truck looks like it just drove through the Sahara Desert. <laughs> if I could wipe, collect all the dust that's on my truck, I could make a sand capsule <laughs> version of my truck. I'm pretty sure. So, uh, yeah, that's interesting. The coloration, okay, so the coloration on these turkey feathers. I want to say that's a Miriam, a Miriam's turkey, uh, which at this elevation makes sense. We're at about 7,800 feet, and hopefully tomorrow, we after lunch, we're gonna climb to over 8,000, and hopefully for the rest of the trip, that's where we stay around. Yeah. And we're going to go to the ranger station. Uh, yeah. It's because I don't think we need a pass, but I, we saw a truck with a state pass. But this isn't, this is Matt, this is federal. So, even like the work vehicles we saw were federal. Um, but I, just to make sure, we're going yeah. gonna to run over there in the morning and talk to them. So, all right. <laughs> Uh, we'll do the next part of the podcast. We'll hopefully we'll have a bird bag or something, or something interesting. Anyway, yeah. Other than hey, this is more like a diary entry. Dear diary, I drove my truck into the middle of nowhere mountains that are actually really pretty, kind of, and um, now I'm gonna sleep. This was on here the whole time. Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. I, we gotta remember to bring stinking headphones and binoculars. Hey, there's a headphone thing in the thing. What? Yeah. It, what thing? The thing back there in the bag what? of batteries. Tristan. The battery bag. Where what? The... Earphones? Yeah, earphones. Okay, we'll use that next time and hopefully it'll sound better than I'm sure this one sounds. Okay. Bye-bye. Uh, shut it off. Close it up for the night. We're recording. Are we actually recording? Yeah. I'm counting math. All right. <laughs> Tristan, where are we? Texas. About 24 hours before we wanted to be. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so this is the final chapter of this extremely long podcast. Uh, we wanted to, we were hoping we'd come back early because we had tagged out on turkey. That is not the case. Uh, so Tristan, you want to go into the saga? Yeah. So? And what do you think about this? Stories have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And if you can throw, like, teasers in there before the reveal, even better. Or jokes, or both, 
our teasers that are jokes. Or jokes that are teasers. Alright. So shit. Let's see. The last one we recorded was when we were running down the mountain to town to check weather. Okay. Which comes into play in a Hitchcockian way. Except nobody does. Alright, go. So, we ran into town to check the weather. It said that it was gonna, um, like, it was gonna have high winds, but there wasn't a high likeliness of rain. It was like a couple of hours of rain. Yeah. There's, uh, Friday afternoon. Yeah. Was what it said. So we weren't worried about that too bad because it's just a little bit of rain. We can deal with that. We had prepped for rain. Yeah. So we get back. Temperature. We, and it, and the, it said that it was going to be in the like 60s. All. Like the lowest it would get was 39 one of the nights. And. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were, I mean, 39, it's not that big of a deal. It's right. cold, but meh. Especially if it zings right back to, you know, mid-60s. Yeah. So we got back from our endeavor and found ourselves a camping spot. Camped, chilled. Woke up the next morning. It was, it was cold, but it was just okay. And uh, we went hunting. We talked to a couple of birds. Came back, slept for a long time, scouted, ate dinner, went to bed. But right before we went to bed, these storm clouds came in, and it was raining lightly. And we thought it it was the rain that they were talking about. And so we set up our tarp. And we get under there, and we're about to go to sleep, and thunder. Lots of thunder. It was awesome thunder. Yeah. All around it. And then it was like somebody flipped a switch and dumped buckets and buckets of water on us. While it went dropped the temperature a lot. It was cold and rainy and scary. Um, so yeah, it, scary. it was scary. I thought we were going to get struck by lightning. Wow. Not really. We never even saw any flashes. Yeah, I know. Alright. And, um, so, we woke up and it was really cold and everything was, like, damp, but nothing was, like, super wet, but it was just really, really cold. And we were freezing our butts off. So, we get up and go to the blind that we had made the day before. And we don't hear anything. Nothing. We don't even hear the wolves that we had been hearing. And... You want to do a side note about the wolves? Yeah. Okay. Because we were having trouble deciding whether they were wolves or coyotes. Yeah. So... And we went to the ranger station the, when we were going down the mountain. 
and uh, on the ranger station there was a thing that said a thing? a poster yeah, that said um uh, please uh, please give any information uh, uh for the death of gray uh mexican gray wolves there were, apparently there's been poachers yeah killing mexican gray wolves so that's what we decided they are. Yeah. And so that's that. They're, they're cool and they're wolves. We heard wolves. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, back to the story. Didn't hear anything. Came back to camp. We're mad because we didn't hear anything. And so we had decided the day before that we were just gonna head back to the truck after we were done hunting for the day. And uh, chill at the truck and sleep in the truck for the day and then wake up and head off into the woods a little bit to hunt uh, because we'd heard lots of turkeys that that day uh, the first day that we were there and talked to a lot of them there so we decided we were just gonna do that right and when we were packing up it got we had eaten lunch and it got real cold again for some reason storm clouds had come back Breakfast. Breakfast, yeah. And uh, I thought I saw like more rain. It was real light, and so I was like, "Lane, it's raining." And um, so I, uh, he looked up and he was like, "No, that's snow." I got out. See, that was good. You built, and then you had to pay off. That's the way to do it, man. So I got out, looked around, and I was like, yeah, that's snow. And so I continued packing up, and we were about to leave, like we got home. Pretty much set up. All we need to do is roll up our bedrolls. Did, did I miss the part where I'm trying to drive? So there's parts I'm not catching. Did you talk about where we were heading back to and what the plan was? Yeah. So we we're gonna hunt the next day. Yeah. Okay. And um, so and we thought it's just a light snow. We'd still be able to hunt, right? And we got back. We started packing up, and as soon as we were close to done, it just started coming down, like, hard, and we were, and we just decided we, we had to go home because we didn't want it to ice up, the truck to ice up while we were on the mountain. Yeah, we would have been cutting it close, getting back in time for you to be rested for school, and then put a... If we would have gotten iced in, you wouldn't have made it to school. Yeah. So, we left. Zero turkeys in hand. Yeah. Had trouble with the tire because apparently there's a screw in it. And now we're on the road. Yeah. And that's that. So, yeah, that's, you know, we don't need to get in. Boring. Yeah. Um, 
I'm currently doing it this morning. So let's talk about the emotional, let's talk about lessons we learned. Well, let's talk about lessons we learned on this one. And then let's talk about the emotional kind of experience. Okay. So, so lessons. Lessons. I learned that we need to do better research and be more prepared. And at the end of the day, I think we had the right amount of research. I just we had well, A, I hadn't take, had time to include you in on it. Um, B, I had done it all so quick that I hadn't had been able to, like, like, like do when we've gone elk hunting or deer hunting where I'd, you know, research it over and over and over again to where it becomes ingrained in my head, you know? Yeah. So there was, I was definitely a little more uneasy when we stepped out of the truck this time than yeah. other times. Yeah. But when we were talking to birds, that gave me a little bit more confidence. Then the landscape was too much for our feeble selves. And that's lesson two. You want to expound on lesson two? Lesson two. We need to be in better shape. Much better shape. Yeah. Let's see. On, yeah, something we already knew, but Onyx maps and a Garmin GPS device are invaluable. And uh, the Garmin decided to take a poop. We're not. Okay. Um, we're kind of already past that. Huh? Kind of already past that point. Yeah. You know, Sorry. We're done with the narrative version. We're uh, yeah. reacting. Uh, that's uh, all that. What you could have done and should have done, and I'm going to do now is the lesson there is double check your batteries on all your stuff. So yeah. I thought I just plugged the Garmin in and thought, oh, it's good. I plugged it in for like 24 hours. Brought it out, ready to go. But apparently the battery itself, something's wrong with it to where it's just not holding the charge. So I should have played around with it more. Yeah. Um, what else? So yeah, like the weather didn't say at no time. I checked the weather all the way up to us leaving, and then I decided I wanted to check it one last time. That's when we went down the mountain. We had some other stuff too, but while we were down there, we checked the weather, and it's still, uh, you know. So I guess it's, that wasn't good enough. It was still. Correct. So we gotta prepare better for more eventualities or something, I guess. 
I don't know, we're from Texas, and it's the end of April. You don't snow at the end of April in Texas. But apparently sometimes it does in New Mexico. It was cool seeing real snow, though. Yeah, I'd never I seen real snow. I guess it's real snow. snow. I don't know. It's kind of pebbly. Yeah. I don't know enough about snow to make a judgment. Um, well, yeah, we never... We saw the one turkey that busted us. All the rest yeah. of them... Exact, I guess we talked to seven or eight turkeys, something like that, if I'm rough guesstimate all together and all except for one all the others acted exactly the same where they never saw us we never saw them it was just calling and they were coming in and they stopped at about 100 yards or so judging off of you know oral information and eventually they just got bored and went away yeah and I don't so a friend of ours, it's a hunting guy that he had, I was texting him, he's got some suggestions, so we'll look at that for next year. Yeah. Uh, but part of it is, part of the solution there is, Tristan, you need to start practicing your calling. Yeah. Which, it's fun. It's real fun. Yeah. And we have some really good calls. Uh, those four that I kept with me this trip are all really good calls so they're good to play on and I still say if any, and, um, if any turkey hunters listen to this and uh, want to counter what I'm about to say please do I'd love to hear from you and hear uh, new ideas and suggestions but anybody getting started turkey hunting my, if I, if you're gonna buy one call, I'm gonna say a Primo slate call with a plastic striker. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the bee's knees. We have have a really good glass call. We have some really good box calls too. Um, but that slate, that that's a very versatile call. There's other slate calls, and I'm sure a lot of them are good. But I have Primos ain't let me down yet. He's one of the box calls we have is Primos, too. Yeah. yeah. Those boys make good stuff. And I always like listening to, I think his name is Will Primos, um, when he does, like, interviews or YouTube videos or training videos or whatever. I don't know. He's a pretty sharp dude to... If he says something on the subject of hunting, it's worth listening to. Yeah. It's one of those, ty- those types of fellers. Um, so, okay, let's talk about the emotional thing. I was a little bit surprised, but uh, when we pulled out of the, like, turned off of the road that went through the mountains, uh, it felt almost exactly like when we left the... Gunnison. Gunnison. Yeah. It's like a little, like a hit of, like a pang of depression. Yeah. I'm assuming that pang would be a lot less if we had meat in the cooler. Yeah. But still, yeah, it's like, oh, did we talk, did you talk about the stream? 
No. Yeah, we got to test out our, uh, what you call it? Yeah, our uh, new water tank. Our water filter, yeah. That we rigged to where it screw onto a regular water bottle. We ran low on water pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's another thing. We need to take more uh, bladders or something. I don't know. Yeah. It was cool because... Like, I got to, like, taste, like, water by itself, like, without having to go through any, like, like, chemical-y stuff. Well, I mean, I guess the filter is probably, there might be some chemical element to that. I don't know enough about those filters. But, but yes, okay. I mean, we did technically get some of the, like, water from, straight from the bottle in there, remember? Because it, the seam was broken yeah. and it was leaking. I mean, I don't know. You, may, you and me may come up with some weird disease, parasite. It would be cool. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. onward and upward. Yeah. It's, uh, but yeah, the water thing, that was fun. That felt, it's one of those moments where you're like, yeah, outdoorsman is, I'll get out, you know? Yeah getting water that's running through, being filtered through moss currently. That was cool. Um, what else? Uh, I guess that's about it. All I got anyway. Yeah. I'm exhausted and we still got six hours of driving or something. I can drive. Yeah, right? Six hours of driving on a spare tire. So friend of mine told me that if you, uh, I told him I didn't have AAA, which is like a roadside assistance thing, and he said, you're not a real owner if you don't have AAA, and maybe he knows what he's talking about, because we've damaged a lot of tires out on it. Yeah. So, I don't know. Might need to look into that. Three tires. Three tires. Where are you coming up? Because, I know. because so Chaparral. Chaparral. And this one. This one. And then on uh, in uh, Colorado, remember we you had to buy a new tire. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. Yeah, that was technically on a hunting trip. Yeah, but yeah, I forgot about it because it wasn't while we were hunting. Just tire gave up yeah. the ghost on us while we were on the way to the hunt. And we had to search all over Lubbock, Texas for a place to get her fixed. And this one that's riding in the bed with a hole in it, I don't know if it's that one. It might have a warranty on it or what. Gotta look into that. Yeah. All that boring growing up stuff. So, I don't know, but. It was a successful trip and that we learned a lot. I learned, uh, something else I learned is that, that I don't know, I'm a, I kind of think these were Rio Grand Turkey, which is the only thing you and I have ever hunted before. They, either way, whatever kind of turkey they were, they behaved almost exactly the same. They came to the same calls, they reacted the same way to the same calls. Yeah. Um, 
So really, literally, as far as I can tell right now, the only difference between hunting turkey in Central Texas and hunting turkey in the mountains of western New Mexico is the elevation changes. Yeah. Having to run up and down them steep grades. Uh, so we just got to get used to that, which we're going to podcast about that soon with my friend Jeffy. So, all right. Any final thoughts, Monsieur, before we close out this epic New Mexico trip? I'm tired. Oh, I'm beat. We're going to get home about 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to take a hot shower. Are those oranges in the back of the truck? Uh, probably. Um, look like onions. Um, I, I couldn't tell if it was onions or oranges. But, yeah, I'm going to take a hot shower and I'm going to sleep for a week. What, what do you got planned? Um, More video games? No, sleep a lot. Oh, and by the way, video games. Stop that. When we're in the back country, oh, yeah. stop playing video games on your phone. What if I get hit by a bear and he eats my cell phone too? And you gotta walk all the way to cell phone range to call emergency services. What are you gonna do? Lost shotgun. I'm gonna shoot him with a shotgun in the face. Oh, and cut him open to get him out. No, I'm gonna get you out. Uh, Pretty sure I'd be in pieces. No. No. There's some neat mountains out here. Yeah. I definitely want to look into the elk herd stuff that's out here, you know? Yeah. Alright. Speaking of elk, we saw some cool elk pictures. I mean, not pictures, we saw some cool elk. We took. Pictures of blue. Yeah, I thought I had run that video longer where it was the elk looking at us while the snow was coming down, but I only got like four seconds of video. Really? Yeah. I think it was one of those things where the iPhone like takes its sweet time starting, and I just wasn't paying attention to that. Anyway, alright. Yeah. Anything else? No. Alright, thanks for listening. Uh, go to wildernesslaw.us. Uh, like the Facebook page and hit us up on Twitter and Instagram which are both at wilderness underscore law and tell us uh, anything you'd like us to podcast about or you don't like that we currently podcast about Uh, and go on iTunes and uh, give us a review and uh, comment there you like or dislike about the podcast. Alright, this is Lane, signing off. I'm Tristan, signing off. Bye!